When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 638, an excerpt from the book Finding Hope, A Birth Mother's Journey into the Light by Hope O. Baker. Hello, everybody. I am your host, Greg Audino, getting ready to narrate more inspirational relationship content to you on this fine hump day. And if you're a new listener, uh, be sure to check out the other shows in our network. We have podcasts that cover just about everything, really. We have personal development. We have health, personal finance, and a brandy new one that offers life advice to listeners who submit questions, which happens to be hosted by yours truly. Today's post on ORD, though, features an excerpt from a book by Hope O. Baker, as I mentioned. Hope struggled with depression and addiction after placing her newborn son up for adoption in 2013. Now she's a passionate advocate in the field of adoption, and she's got some wonderful, wonderful insight to share. So let's get to that excerpt now and start optimizing your life. An excerpt from the book, Finding Hope, A Birth Mother's Journey into the Light, by Hope O. Baker. Ten Ways to Find Hope, Even in the Toughest Moments of Your Life, Adapted from Finding Hope. I have been broken, time and time again. At 21, I placed my son for adoption, and for years, I felt intense pain and guilt. Afterwards, I went through a downward spiral of depression and addiction. That cycle was difficult to break. But gradually, I have found my way to a place of peace and happiness. I am proof that, even in the worst of times, healing is possible. If you are on a long, dark road of your own, or if you know someone who's suffering, these are ten things that help me find hope and rebuild my life. Don't compare yourself to others. I used to compare myself to my son's adoptive mother in unhealthy ways. I even adopted some of her habits. I went to yoga every other day, drank green smoothies, and tried to go vegan. I never felt like I measured up, and that's because I didn't. I wasn't her. But I didn't have to be. I could be myself. I could surround myself with role models and work toward my purpose. Yes, my purpose. I learned I was better as myself than as a carbon copy of someone else. Learn that you can't control things. My therapist explained, that women who place children for adoption take an authoritative place in their own lives whenever possible because they often feel like they didn't have choices or control before. And when they can't, they can have huge reactions. This was eye-opening to me, and when I look around, I can see it manifesting in my life. I have to be conscious of how I show up in my relationship with my fiancé, and he has to be conscious of how he shows up for me. We're both flawed in our own ways, but we're a team. Don't take on others' problems. In the past, I'd taken on a lot of my friends' problems as my own, which I was happy to do because I loved them. They'd call me to vent about their partners, families, jobs, you name it. Meanwhile, I didn't vent often, even though my pain was deep. I never allowed myself to ask for help because I didn't think that I deserved it. I'd never thought I could say no or that I needed time. 
But I needed that time. I needed help. And I needed the space to deal with my own problems before taking on everyone else's. Trick yourself into happiness. Our thoughts are strikingly self-fulfilling, and the things you tell yourself often come true. When you're in a dark spot, it might sound silly, but try to trick yourself into believing you're happy. When I was on the road to recovery, I would wake up every morning and allow myself to be sad for only 15 minutes. Then, I would tell myself I was going to be happy, and that's how I greeted the world. Of course, greeting the world as a happy person didn't turn me into a happy person overnight, but slowly, I climbed out of my hole. Go to events that will lift your spirit. My friends encouraged me to go to more networking events, which I loved. There, I heard powerful, confident women tell their stories. I thought of one of my role models since I was a child, Reese Witherspoon. I can specifically remember seeing a video of Reese on social media at the Glamour Women of the Year Awards. She mentioned her production company that empowered women. The more I engaged with influential books, podcasts, and talks, I started to think I could be one of those women. Ambitious, strong, powerful, respected. Know your boundaries. I used to look at life like a series of transactions. I was living for the next high, the next weekend, the next guy, the next city. Once I started to break these habits, I realized that I had a choice all along. That's sometimes the hardest realization to come by, that you have a choice. I discovered I didn't have to make bad choices to feel better. That having pride in myself felt pretty good too. Today, I know my boundaries, I know what I need, and I'm vocal about it. I have ownership of my life. Recite affirmations. My son's mother got me affirmation cards. One card said, I'm safe, it is only change. And the other said, I'm beautiful, and everyone loves me. I read those cards over and over. At first, it was almost laughable. I didn't believe either of those things for one second. After I said them enough times, though, the phrases started to seep into my being. I'd spent too long telling myself I don't deserve happiness. And lo and behold, that's what happened. When I changed my language, I started to change my life. Be kind to yourself. In the past, I was filled with such terrible feelings, heartache, depression, anger, Then I'd feel guilty for having those feelings in the first place because I put myself in every situation that instigated them. It's not like I snapped my fingers and was suddenly fixed, though. I backtrack, I slip up, and sometimes my previous bad habits emerge. Today, I'm still broken, but I see those cracks as opportunities. I think about my potential, about all the things I can do. I know now that just because I make a bad choice every now and then, That doesn't make me a bad person. Find a mission-driven passion. My job gives me a lot of purpose. Our mission statement reads, In Buddhist philosophy, the Eightfold Path guides each person to wisdom and nirvana. We are inspired by this ideal, and through our work, we wish to empower each individual to pursue the career path of their choosing, gaining the knowledge they need to achieve their goals and aspirations. Working at a company that believes in that mission has helped me feel good about how I spend my time. I wake up every day and believe in what I'm doing. It fuels me. Know you are worthy. During my recovery, I'd often think back to one horrible memory. I'd been up partying, and my body had started twitching involuntarily. 
I was alone. I laid on the floor in the fetal position, almost calling an ambulance. If anything happens to me, would anybody notice? I thought. It was a terribly scary moment. But it was also a part of finding hope again. I had to go through that darkness to realize I was worthy of making better choices. No matter what you've done, remember that you are worthy of love and you are capable of improvement. You just listened to an excerpt from the book Finding Hope, A Birth Mother's Journey into the Light by Hope O. Baker. Thank you to Hope. This wasn't exactly an excerpt, as you heard at the beginning, more of an adaptation, but semantics. Uh, You can find the book and more information about Hope at hopeobaker.com. Definitely worth reading more into Hope and her journey. She's such a strong advocate for change and finding one's self-worth. Anyone going through a journey similar to the one she went through will most definitely find consolation and a sense of partnership by following her work, so I highly recommend doing so. We are going to wrap up today's episode, though, folks. Thank you again so much to Hope. And speaking of Hope, I will see you back here tomorrow with the post about Finding Hope by Allison Carmen, where your optimal life awaits.